0: to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. And you can watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV or on your Island TV app. You can also follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. So Shatara, what are we calling this episode?
1: This episode is called, ha, it's all good, baby,
0: baby. It was all a dream. That's how it feels. All right. Look, y'all, we invite all of our listeners to our virtual mixer on Saturday, April the 11th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can DM us on Instagram at TwizPod or text the word TwizPod, that's T-W-I-S-P-O-D to 31996 to get the Zoom link and the password. So getting right into this Ratchet Minute, Shatara, what you got for us? All right,
1: so my comedian comrade, Miss Tiffany Haddish, is Making her moves in the music industry with her new single title, Come Get Your Baby Daddy. (laughs) I heard on the radio and I'm like, wait a minute. And let me tell you something. I love Tiffany Haddish. Um, You know, I'm a fan of her work and I admire her so much. And I'm loving how she's making moves. I mean, she did the hilarious movie Girls Trip. I know you saw that. Mm-hmm. uh school with kevin hart hilarious and uh like a boss and then she also has her netflix uh comedy special black mitzvah so she's making moves she's doing her thing this song right there i mean when i tell you it is it Don't is yo, baby, daddy. she talks about this guy and how he has a lot of kids and she's saying like he has 10 kids to be exact and the video yes the video is funny and i think a lot of us can relate to like Some of the guys coming at you have no business. And she even says something about, like, being trifling. You don't even got no car. Talking about you a rap star. (laughs) it's, it's, It's so funny. It's so funny. So we're looking forward to, you know, possibly an album coming out titled She Ready. What? yeah yeah she's rapping so we we taking the stage we're taking the movies and now we're taking the rap game so i love, it. I love tiffany, it i'm at tiffany we love it come get your baby daddy
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's telling what we all know i mean pre-quarantine i mean it's a look it's a lot of men out here with a lot of kids sometimes that want to be talking to you anyway
1: yeah. yeah, And then, you know, there's a rapper and he's saying, like, well, come get your baby mom. And, you know, they kind of go back and forth but she kills it with the come get your baby daddy. And the video, like, interviewing men and just, like, one guy, like, takes a drink from her. Like, you gonna finish that? And, like, <laughs> drinks a drink and, you know, our girl is twerking and she's killing it. So, hats off to Tiffany, keeping it ratchet and hilarious.
0: You keep keep it up. Yes.
1: alright. All right. What you got? What you got? So... Oh, keeping it ratchet. I can't help but to, you know, take note of the craziness that's coming out of people in this uh quarantine time. Have you seen some of the crazy posts? Have you seen some of the craziness that people have come up with?
0: I, I think this is the time for people, if they if they got a little a little crazy in them, this is the this is the time when it's all coming out. Cause, mm. cause people is tired of being inside. So I've seen it. I've seen on the Twitters and and on IG. Um, your peoples come get your peoples.
1: Come get your peoples. Some, some of the stuff is funny. Some of the stuff is just straight up. Like, now, why would you do that? Like, why would you even do that? Some people are making a mess in their home. You got people smacking each other with powder on their hands. Um, you got people doing the whole board in the house video and they like, you know, on their countertop. Uh, it's just, you, I don't, it's just like, but, like, what are you doing? Like boredom has really taken people to the next level. Quarantining is not good for everybody. Everybody's mental space can't handle
0: it. But I kind of like the talent that's coming out of the whole thing. Like you, I mean, there's some, you can just tell like people have, people got a lot of more time than they've had before on their hand. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why TikTok has taken off. And oh, yeah. people are just making videos. But I think some of them, I mean, for the most part, they're kind of cute because it's like family. So you'll see like families get together and they do like the little dances. And I mean, it's cute. It's cute.
1: I do like the TikTok videos. I think we should do one.
0: I think so, too. We just got One know. of us got to get TikTok. How about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm late to the party. Late to the party. Late to the party. I'm late to the party. <laughs> I haven't. I just never did a TikTok video, but
0: whatever together. sounds good sounds good all right so um do you watch keeping up with the kardashians
1: let me tell you they've been on since i was like seven years old can like, i tell well,
0: you that they i didn't even know they're in their 18th season that's crazy i didn't this shit has been on for 18 years Who knows? Um, there is like this very well publicized fight between Kim and Courtney, and it mm-hmm. came out on the premiere, I guess the premiere of the season for the 18th season of the show. So, you. um, you know, I have not really watched, I'm like a, I'm not really a keeping up with the Kardashians watcher, but this fight right here though, this fight right here though was <laughs> everything. So they are always, like when I do catch up, they, they are always bickering because you know the consensus seemed to be that Courtney's a little lazy. <laughs> you do know, she ain't got no work ethics. Maybe so getting in on her. So it seems like Kim and Courtney. First, I mean, I seen like first scene. They were like kind of, kind of chill. Maybe kind of going back and forth. And then I don't know. The windmill start coming out. You know the the windmill when you hit somebody just. Ah! <laughs> both. Both of them, both sisters, so they getting in slaps, but I mean, for real, Courtney was not playing. Like there was yo, she had them hands. There was there was power behind her blows and <laughs> clearly uh your girl Kim K lost the fight. So Courtney yeah. I mean, she went over to her corner after and she was crying and then Kendall Clint came and was like Yo, there was blood, like for real. Kim was bleeding. And then Chloe, she's had like bronzer all over her walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh. And then so then Kim told Courtney to get out. And then supposedly Courtney has quit the show. But she's been quitting the show since I was really watching the show like years ago. So I mean, oh. it was it was everything though. The windmills, the windmills was coming out. The hands, Courtney got them hands. That's all the- slap,
1: slap, 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 slap. She she fights like a gay man. So <laughs> basically, and look, not saying in a heartbeat. Like I'm no fighter. Like I know y'all go for the face, and I'm very vain. So we are not. Mm-mm, I'm not. Nope. Um, I know this. I will say that seasons ago, I remember watching and. Courtney was always in the Dash store in Calabasas, California. She was always like, I'm always doing it by myself. I'm always here. I'm always doing the marketing.
0: She was like, so, and of course it's TV. No, that was Chloe. That was Chloe that was like about, about, about the store. No,
1: that was, that was the boring one.
0: That was yes. Right. (laughs) I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, I I mean, in terms of personality, um, Chloe has the most personality. Right. And Courtney is. Yeah. She was the boring one and just very whiny. And I'm always here by myself handling the store and I'm always doing the marketing and they're not here. So so here we are years later and she finally exploded. That's why it's important to express how you feel. Express your feelings because you will be bottled up. Now, I just... (laughs) I didn't see a clip of the fight. Okay. I didn't see a clip of the fight. And the first thing I thought was what the fuck does Kim have on? What is she wearing on a Saturday afternoon? Okay, what is this? What is this patent leather robocop dominatrix shit you got on, Kim? Now, was it cute? Yeah, if you're going to a Nicki Minaj video shoot, but what are you doing the house with, with the kids with north, south, east, west, Chicago, downtown, whatever, whatever the hell their names are? Where are you going, Kim? Okay, Kim, is this what Kim came to the Wild Wild West? That is LA Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> What in the hell? That's the first thing I thought. I said, you know what? Let me put this in slow motion. Let me turn the volume off. Let me see what the hell's really going on. Oh up and my
0: goodness. It Yo, crazy. It was. So, have we ever fought like that as sisters? Like I don't remember us ever coming to blows like that.
1: No, mommy didn't play that shit. No, I will. No, we haven't. No, our mother was the only person throwing hands in that house was mommy. Okay. She was. That was the only one. All right. She was show enough. Okay. um, With us. I don't recall ever, did I want to? Yeah, but I think with us, we had to spar with our words. That's how. Right right? We had right. to spar with like, speak up. You got something to say? Like we had to bring it to the round table. You had to be able to speak your mind, say what you got to say. Remember, daddy was like, nobody closing no doors around here? <laughs> Anybody locking no doors? Like all of that. TV <laughs> stuff." Everybody ran up the steps. And like, I hate you on saying the door. We, you, you, you better not. Okay. You're so so know, we had to spar with our words. We had to be very sharp and keen about how you're about to express what you feel, what you're mad about. What, remember like, what you mad about? What you mad about? Gosh, like, sh-
0: you get gotta get your words together. Get your
1: words, I, 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 man! You better come back tomorrow. and Get your shit together. <laughs> so, to answer your question, no, it, it was no coming to blows in the house like that. No. Never,
0: I would be. Mm-mm. That's yeah. we'd be, I'd be put out on the street. I think.
1: <laughs> I know. My, mommy well. was. Mommy was. Mommy was the gooch to uh, uh-huh. Arnold. Arnold bully, <laughs> <laughs> mommy was the gooch. Okay, so no, Mm-mm, I don't. Mm. Yeah,
0: that would have never. Yeah, that would have never went down. But um, it made for good TV. And I, I mean, I actually think it was like it was some true fighting. Like you don't, you don't come to blows like that on TV just for the fun of it. Like they was really. Oh. And like you said, I think it was a lot of pinup anger coming Mm -hmm. from Courtney because they be on her. I know like for years, I know she's heard it. She's the oldest, but they always talk about her work ethic. Mm
1: -hmm. And, And then she was like, don't you dig your nails in me ever. Don't you dig your nails in me. I was like, oh, shit, what's happening here? And, you know, must be must be nice to have a fight like that because. I think that, you know, it could have been worse because there was a lot of slapping going on. It, it could have been worse. There was no, I didn't see anybody ball up. their fist. I saw a hand. I don't beat. know,
0: but there was blood though. Like I said, Kim was bleeding. So it was, I mean, somebody got a busted lip. i was tell you, Corny, Corny, was the, Corny was throwing down. <laughs> Kim was like, "Kim was like, my man's from Chicago. I will fuck you up. Okay? Okay? <laughs> Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. right after all sunday right. sermon i will fuck you
0: up okay a mess a mess, a mess. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. okay all right all right, all right. okay <laughs> <laughs> it together we're here at the woke minute okay we're here. Mm. all right get it together we're here it pull it in all right i have my glasses on actually so
1: clear my throat. put on my glasses. all
0: right so this is the segment of the show where two silly sisters get quite serious so um i wanted to talk about this new plan that u.s uh the united states and china have come up with to test out potential vaccines in guess where
1: Mm. let me guess yeah In, in the congo
0: Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, So as we all know, the coronavirus has taken over the world. Therefore, it is a pandemic. And scientists are now racing to come up with a quote unquote vaccination. And of course, with anything that you have, um, when you talk about vaccines, you talk about testing and they need guinea pigs. So Human guinea pigs are being located in the Democratic Republic of Congo, which is the poorest country in the world. What a coincidence. So on average, the people live there on about a dollar a day. Um, Just absolutely crazy. So Congolese officials got on television and on their Twitter and on all their social media and basically announced that they would be using their people... um, For coronavirus vaccine testing. Um, I have a direct quote from a Congolese official who said we've been chosen like this is some sort of game show any or or contest. We've been chosen to conduct these tests. The vaccine will be produced in US or Canada or China with clinical trials beginning in July or August um this was said after two french doc doctors i know you saw it because i know we were talking about it right. they get on tv and they discuss the idea of testing in africa basically making it like their personal lab so um you know we do know that there was the ebola virus that w- had taken over the country how it got there um is a whole nother podcast and and what they did to treat it but um Uh, you know, this whole thing with testing is very controversial. Um, I would dare say very conspiratorial um, because you're talking about possibly testing deadly drugs on Black people, and as we know, if we know our history, this is not anything new. Um, blacks have long have a very long and complicated history with medical research being done without their consent, which is part of the reason why even today, a lot of Black people are scared to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. This it's it's historical. It's something in us, and um, you know, you can go back to. Um, Back in nineteen seventy-two, that was the year that the public learned for the first time that govern the government was doing medical experience. Um In Tuskegee, Alabama, I know you heard about this. So this was 40 years after it was done. So basically um, they allowed hundreds of African-American men who were um, diagnosed and stricken with syphilis to go untreated so that the scientists could study the effects of the disease. So about 600 black men took part in a study. 200 of them were allowed to suffer with the disease and its side effects without treatment even after penicillin was discovered. This is so crazy. Mm. So by the time this report came out, basically saying what the Tuskegee experiment was, seven men involved had died of syphilis and more than 150 of them from heart failure that was linked to their uh, syphilis. And then 74 were still alive. Um, but by then, all everybody who was a part of it, they had retired and gone and dead. Um, so, you know, but that was a huge thing. Another um, w- what this also brings up is the case of Henrietta Lacks. I know you heard about this. This was yeah. the black woman that was treated unsuccessfully for cervical cancer back in the 1950s. Um and from a tumor that the doctors took from her, they took a, t- a tissue sample, um, her cells were used in this very invaluable medical research, but her family was kept in the dark about it all along. And, and it's crazy. Her cells, you know, like there's the lax cell, which is still available today, still being replicated and used in in cancer research. Um, and I know the family was tied up in um, a legal battle still to this day. And we're talking about something that happened over 50 years ago.
1: Wow.
0: Um, also, want to point out uh, J. Marion Sims. This was they call him the father of gynecology because he had come up with, he invented the speculum um, and he also came up with a medical procedure that women need during childbirth. Um, So, you know, some very revolutionary gynecological innovations. However, Mm -hmm. he was testing these out on enslaved women without anesthesia. Oh, my so, god! Um, yeah. And I, I think you heard there was a monument that was in New York City. I know there was one in North Carolina and I think in Pennsylvania um, of this doctor, but it was taken down just recently. I mean, within the last like two years or so um, when it was, you know, really discovered and really t- and really, you know, spoke about that, how he was. He's, he was basically like a, a mad scientist and he was testing on Black women, like I said, without anesthesia. So we have a very long history... Um with, with this, what do you, what do you think about all of this, Shatara? This is, this is
1: so sad. It's uh, very heavy. Um, I know even right now they're talking about tuberculosis and this whole vaccine that was once used for tuberculosis and they possibly want to, you know, bring that up for this coronavirus. And the first thing I think is, well, how are they going to test it out? And, um, Wow. There's obviously a financial gain in this testing. Um, Who's making the profit? The World Health Organization put in $50 million so that the Congolese government can get ready for testing. Um, That will go to training, equipment and even tracking suspected patients. So this ball is rolling very fast and um, it's almost as if. Black lives don't matter yet again. And the fact that, you know, we do have a long history in being somewhat guinea pigs it just saddens me. And who's, who, who is there to speak up to say, this is wrong. This isn't right. Like what, what's, what's happening here.
0: Yeah. Cause you best believe, I mean, if, if this is something that's been mandated by the Congolese government, that someone is making a lot of money. And if the world health organization is putting up like $50 million to make sure that the testing, I guess, runs smoothly, um, you know, somebody's making a lot of money off of that. So it's, it's, it's very sad. Um, it it is it is very sad, and it is it's it's nothing new you know this has happened before we have a long history of this, and you know the sad part is that it's 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 black people it's black people that are selling other black people and devaluing other black mm-hmm. people's lives, mm-hmm. you know because if anything, it should be and you know notwithstanding that we do have a a global pandemic with the coronavirus, but of all places, the poorest country in the world um, right. to go there and and test on the people there when they have, I think it's like a if like a less than one percent of the population has uh, COVID nineteen in the first place.
1: Mm. So right now, that right there that says a lot. That says a lot right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Very very sad. So wanted to keep people informed all right well you know we don't have no types of transition here when it comes to uh, moving on from the woke minute into the weekend deep we sure are glad that we are here so
1: yes yes let me take off my glasses and smile get that get that heavy off of me
0: oh so damn good all right all right y'all so this week, um, we actually got a we, we got a couple of questions um, from our listeners. So remember if you have a question for the weekend D or something that you would like us to give some of our two cents on, please hit us up on Instagram at twizpod or you can also email us at that's what I'm saying podcast.com. So, all right, let me get right into this. So she says, first, I want to let you ladies know that I love your podcast. I'm 24 years old. I'm in a relationship with an awesome man with a great heart. He's funny, kind, sweet, and has a very good head on his shoulders. However, when it comes to the bedroom, he is a beast. Sex is very rough. He gets to choke in and penetrate very hard and sometimes it's very painful. It's like another person is in the bed, like he's possessed. I don't enjoy sex at all. I know he doesn't like Plain Jane vanilla sex, but I really want romance and intimacy and not this borderline sadomasochistic relationship. Help, what should I do? Mm. What should she do, Shatara?
1: <laughs> run, girl, run. <laughs>
0: For real. You
1: no, know, I you know when you say he turns into another person. Now, I mean, come on, you're, you're 24 years old and you have a long way to really figure out, you know, what you, what you really like and, and to be vocal. Cause I know with myself, um, you know, you get better with time and you get better with communicating, right? I get, I got, you know, I'm bad. I don't know about you, but I'm better with time. So I would say for her, speak up, uh, talk to him immediately and If he does not follow through and I would say hold off on the bedroom, just like speak on it, you know, speak on it, hold off on the bedroom for a little while and, you know, kind of just like, like tell him, like, maybe we need to like go back and like take our time, you know, because maybe he's only doing what he knows. Like, maybe, maybe that's why. Like, maybe he's always been with, you know, rough women that don't speak up. Maybe he really doesn't know a soft touch and, you know, he doesn't understand love making just yet. You know, I know I didn't understand lovemaking, you know, from the first time I had sex. I don't know about you, but, you know, that, that really wasn't what it was. You know, that happened over time.
0: It definitely got better. Yeah, over time. You know, mm-hmm.
1: a, but at 24, you know, if he's turning into a madman and, you know, you're hurting yourself, then yeah, maybe you want to take a step back and, 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 and communicate better, even for yourself, like advocate for yourself. Like you don't, you don't have to take
0: this. I to do that. Yeah. I mean, and that, I, I think that's, that to me is like, well, you got to ask the question. Like I would want to know for her is why are you so invested in a relationship? If you feel so unfulfilled, I mean, you're young, you know, she's 24 years old, like you don't have to, but I, I and I know like when you, you know, you have somebody, it's like, sounds like everything else is great, but you know, sound like she's running scared when she gets in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and I don't know, and we, we, we are not doctors, so we're not going to diagnose, but I would venture to say that there's some therapy that's needed on his end. Um, because whatever is going on in him where he's might, might be playing it out on her. That's what it kind of sounded like to me. So I would really just ask her, you know, ask to be, clear with herself you know what is it that she sees in this man because it sounds like look sex is not everything but it's everything if you can't have it the way that you want it you know what i'm saying so Absolutely. that to me is is a problem and then also you know if if maybe she needs to talk to him i don't think she's i don't she hasn't said whether she's had a conversation with him but maybe you know it's maybe it's worth expressing you know, what is it that she likes and have him understand what it is. And maybe they can have, like, I don't know, like switch off days. Like, you know, one day we do it rough and then the next day we don't do it rough. I don't know. Um Just no. you know, how far are you invested with this man? That's, that's the question first.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Cause I think, uh, sometimes we have to look at compatibility. So sometime you're compatible with somebody and they check boxes, but not this particular box when it comes to sex. And that's why relationships are good because it's like he checks all the boxes, you know. Granted he may not take out the garbage, you know, he may leave his shoes, you know, blah blah blah. However, you know, everything else is good. You have to, you know, outweigh the good with the bad. Is this something, I mean, especially if you take it into consideration your body, is this something that's bad enough that you need to just walk away at 24? I'm out. You know what I mean? I know there's plenty of a dick out there. Like <laughs> and and I'm gonna find somebody who wants to make love if that's what I'm looking for. So Pretty much, don't settle. Like, don't even settle. He has a good head on his shoulder. Twenty four. A lot of dudes have good heads on their shoulders. He's sweet. He's funny. A lot of dudes are sweet and funny. So, like, keep fishing. That's how I look at it. Keep fishing. Keep fishing. Keep fishing.
0: Yeah. This, this part don't sound like fun. I'm gonna tell you, like, twenty four year old sex was it was pretty good. This right here, she's she's got problems and issues that you don't. sis, you don't even need. You don't even need it. And I'm sure, you know, he's a great guy and all. But if he's pounding you, I'm going to tell you, like, I have my little personal story here. But I remember dating this guy, which everything's same thing. Check all the great boxes. But when it came to that, it was like another person. I don't know. And you know what? Fair. In all fairness, he warned me. Like, he told me Mm -hmm. at the very beginning. He was just like, I don't know if you are ready for it. You know me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Bring it, what you, Tim. Tim. What, Tim. Wild West. Wild West well, let West. me tell you though. <laughs> like, you, know, uh, you know what? It was like a. Sh- yeah, I mean, I like swinging from the chandeliers, but not, not, mm-hmm. not when they like, not like that. It was just, it was an experience that, you know, I, I really, it wasn't, it wasn't for me, you know, and I'm the type. That whole thing, like choking, is is cool. Maybe, but not all the time. It just the experience wasn't for me, so I had to make a decision. Like, you know what? He's a great guy, mm-hmm. but all of that somebody else would really appreciate that.
1: You right. know,
0: and it just it's just not me. You know, it's just it just it just wasn't it wasn't for me. Right, and I had to realize that. But you know, it's kind of the same thing. It was just like, wow, another person. Who is this person? I don't know. And it almost seemed like he was very angry. And that's why I'm telling sis, maybe there's something there that, uh, you know, a therapist can kind of unravel because I, I I felt like, okay, there's anger here and there's fear and all of these really heavy emotions that are coming out in the bedroom. Mm. And like, I don't even have anything to do with it. That's how I felt. Right. So um, Yes, yeah, sis, I think you probably, you're 24 and look like, like you said, Shatara, I mean, there's, there is really, there's plenty of fish and you can actually enjoy sex in your 20s. Mm. It's supposed to be the bomb.com. Like it is supposed to blow your head off every single time. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Keep you it. too can have that. <laughs> you this can have uh, you
1: this could be you yeah you can get my book nah yeah I, I would say keep keep on keep it on get what you want you will find it and sometimes getting what you want doesn't mean giving it up all the time either sometimes the best sex is when you you know held out and you wait you got to know each other like that's okay too and then you want to build yeah. I'm sorry huh? No, I'm just listen she's 24 I'm just trying to say what's right here <laughs> Yeah. Which, listen, when she when she gets to that peak age where, you know, she'll look back at this and be like, you know what? I'm so glad that, you know, I spoke up and I got what I wanted. And years on the line, she won't even be with him anymore, I promise you. That They're, they're going to be a thing of their past. Please. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Hopefully we gave us some good advice, though.
1: I hope so, girl. Speak up for yourself. You know, don't do that to your coochie. It's not right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't let nobody bang you out. What the hell's wrong with you? Shoot. I've, I've been there before and I had to let... what. I I'll never forget that. I had to get up. Like, what? What? What are you doing? <laughs> Straight up what, you do- so, get, get up. what are you doing? Are you okay? No, I, th- I, th- I, I thought I thought you liked it. Why? Why did you think I liked that? You know what I'm saying? Did you see my head yank as if I was freaking going into the front windshield of a car? Come on now. Don't do me like that some sometimes though <laughs> there's a time and a play that's like, what I'm saying sometimes I'm not saying we gotta be all you know um love making like uh what's her name jada Pinkett in the in the uh what's his name in uh who was it uh, poetic Boy Justice,
0: Justice? Was it Poetic Justice? What's the the movie? one where she was the body devil? <laughs> oh,
1: with Alan Payne. Remember that? Yeah, it was, the bombsite was, scene when it was, and, uh, when it was the woo! body devil. And you remember? And the and the flowers turned colors when they was laying in the grass? Girl, I must have watched that scene on my VHS about 20 times. And then, wait a minute. But then, remember he took her on the cash register and broke into the store?
0: Mm-hmm. And the rain. Never
1: oh, get that one. Alan Payne, don't love me like you do. That was a good time. Now he got a little rough, but it was just enough rough to say, "Can we do it and tomorrow?" Right, right. Just enough rough to say, "You gonna be around next week?" How much weekend looking You're like? Gently around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Not till my eyes pop out. Just until you. Make sure I'm pulling you towards me and not against me at the moment. I'll give you directions. I'll show you how to do this. coughing. I need you to stop. (laughs) If I say call nine one one, please get your hands off my neck. I mean, we ain't
0: shit. I think we we gave her some good advice.
1: I think we ain't shit. We're going to talk about some damn Jada Pinkett in the flowers. No, you need to see that scene, honey. It's to, it gives you two different variations, the rough and the sweet and soft. OK, you get two of those. Figure out now, if you're nowhere on that chart, you need to get the fuck out of there. It sounds like you're in there with Hulk Hogan and uh, he wants to know what the rock is cooking. The minute he walks in, you got ah! run. He's home. You don't want none of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't even funny. Yeah. Yeah. incredible focus right. okay. Yeah. okay. Anyway, so moving forward, mm-hmm. 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 this is the part where we reminisce a little bit, and it is the time where I tell you what is my jam. What's your jam, girl? Girl. Girl. It's Mr. Cheeks' lice camera action. He's my chair. You hear my chair? So this was Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys. He released his first solo effort album titled John P. Kelly, which was named for both his grandfather and cousin in 2001 with a hit single, or should I say, My Jam, Lights, Camera, Action. And he even had a remix with uh, Missy Elliott and Puffy. You remember remix? Uh, And, you know, but the original and the remix were the bomb. This was a club banger. This was the time. Oh man, this this takes me to the dance floor to this day. To this day.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually a girlfriend of mine, homegirl of mine, just played this song like last week and I was like, wow, I haven't heard this in so long. Cause it's, it is, it used to be like the it's the club song and it's a strip, like the strip club song
1: too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is the strip club favorite. Now, I don't know if you remember, but Mr. Cheeks, um, do you remember like his raspy voice? It was like sexy. And, and he, he would always like, he would shout out the whole <laughs> his, his, his crew. I, ain't <laughs> <laughs> I am mad at you. I am mad at you, Oh, yeah, remix. And then, um, I mean, he also had, oh, I remember the video, Renee, a ghetto love is all that. And that video was dope. Funny how. Okay, that was a good one. Um, and he would always talk about the Deluxe scoop, the Beamers and the Bands, and they had their little dance. Missy, Missy Cheeks, Freaky, Freaky tie, Pretty, Pretty Lou. And he would always like freaky shout out the whole crew. However, um, we have, uh, man, uh, Pretty Lou was shot in March of 1999. I'm sorry, that was Big Nice, And the group also consisted of Pretty Lou. That was
0: 1999. No, that no, was no, Freaky time. Ty.
1: Ty
0: high was it's nice is in, Yeah, it's nice is in jail.
1: I oh. Oh. Yeah. No, for okay. Okay. For what? Doesn't even matter. Sorry to hear that. So uh, Mr. Cheeks went solo. Uh, he was signed to Uptown Universal and Loft Boys Entertainment. And this is just forever my jam. And they can play anytime. And this was even a time when MPVs were like the vans being driven by dudes. Like, what are the chances? <laughs> can we just Let me just talk about this real quick. Have you? seen an MPV? Do they make those anymore? Is it okay to get I, in a van with a man with an MPV?
0: <laughs> windows? I. You know what? It's so funny because I, I remember for us that was like dudes would like really want an MPV. I think it was like a Mazda MPV van and they get the windows tinted and yeah. get it like baby blue. I know oh, a, a few. I know a few. I don't know if they... I think they still make it but I'll be damned if I go out with somebody with a... um. With an MPV. With no baby seats in the back. Took my get in. Huh? It was like, that was a New York thing. That really was. That was, like, everybody wanted an MPV.
1: MPV. A van that had a door that opened on the side. And it was the shit. No, Don't boy's van. Yep. The homie can get all his boys in the, in the van and they can all meet us at the rink. Mm-hmm.
0: On Huh?
1: What? No, you come to Bergenfield, you come to the ring. Yeah, I know where that's at, George Washington Bridge. Oh, okay, I'll meet you there. What? Reminisce on you? So that is. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I ain't getting in your van because my daddy got a van, and I get in your van. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Is this a family trip? Like, we taking a family trip or is this a date? What is this? <laughs> You got snacks. You got a cooler. What we doing? What we doing?
0: they
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so better not make no more MPVs. That is so funny when you really look back at it. Just times have changed. So yes, Mr. Mr. Cheeks, freaky freaky tie, pretty pretty Lou, <laughs> all in the van.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh, uh uh lights uh, uh. Nice camera action. Hey I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. jam.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sure like is. the
0: jam. I like the jam. All right, all right. Pretty good, pretty good. Okay, so. We are now at the Support Black Business segment of the show. We believe in supporting our economy, especially now, and strengthening our communities and believe in supporting products and services made boo-boo for us by us. So, This week, I want to highlight Two Cute African Store. It is a Black-owned, family-operated business right here in Miami, Florida. Um, And I know that they have a lot of Afrocentric wear, a lot of Afrocentric clothes. They've been in business since 1996. However, we do know that in order to stop the spread of the coronavirus, the CDC has now made this tutorial video of how to make your own mask. Um, And actually, this local store makes African print inspired handmade masks. So they're reusable. They're washable face masks made from a hundred percent cotton. They have African print on them. They're tie dyed. They're really beautiful. I actually just ordered a couple of them, um, just now. So, oh, you know, they're now saying that we, that we are, you know, pretty much we have to wear them. Why not wear one made by, um, By us. So you can find them on the web at YBE928.com. That's yellow, boy, everything, 928.com. YBE928.com. And um, get yourself a a mask.
1: Yay. How many did you get? Get me
0: one. Yeah, I got three of them. Yeah. So you want me to, what do you want? That'd be nice. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're cute. They're really cute, too. All
1: right. I love it. I love it. Yay. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, we've come to the (sighs) end. Excuse me. I want to know. I want to know. Is (laughs) this the end? Not the end. The end. <laughs> All right, y'all. You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify. You can also watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, Weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. Follow us on Instagram at TwistPod. And Shakara, what else we need to tell them? Yes,
1: you can text the word TwistPod to 31996. Again, that's the word TwistPod, T W I S P O D, to 31996 to be in the know. And to stay up to date on my upcoming comedy shows and where exactly I'll be bringing the funny in this virtual world at this very time, as well as our podcasts and TV events, we'll let you know. Until then, see you next time. Peace.